0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the podcast. We are getting ready to rip-roar into the Roaring Twenties. We want to talk a little bit about goals and planning and New Year's resolutions. I think, you know, if we could take a second, you know, 2019 was a rough year for a lot of people, and we more than doubled the size of our fleet in 2019. So we're kind of the the anti-story compared to what was happening in the industry with almost a thousand carriers going out of business and, you know, it was really dark for a lot of people and we had a great year, you know, we, uh, I mean, you, you can qualify it just about any way, but 2019 for blue ribbon, uh, was a successful year. And, you know, we, we learned a lot. We, we had a lot of experiences that, that taught us a lot of good lessons, but, um, you know, we're not crying in our soup right now. We're, we're, we're pretty fired up about going into 20. So, you got anything you want to say about 2019 before we get into 20?
1: Well, I mean, I do. Uh, 2019, you know, it, it, it had its challenges by all means. Uh, we worked harder to, um, you know, to keep our driver average pay as, you know, as close as we could to 2018. It wasn't quite as good, but 2018 was a really, really unusual year, you know. But yeah. look, between... Around 900 trucking companies went out of business last year. 900, okay? Not only did we not go out of business, not, we didn't even stay the same. We we grew in 2019. But we have said this. Look, our business model allows us, allows us to function profitably in any market environment. You know, we just proved it.
0: We yep. just proved
1: it, you know. Our drivers made what we said they were going to make. We were profitable. We grew the business. We, we added trucks. We're still adding trucks. You know, 2020, depending on who you talk to, the outlook is similar to 2019. There, You know, there's starting to be a little more optimism in the second, second half of the year, you know, about capacity and rates starting to equalize, you know. But, you know, if it does, great. If it doesn't. Look, people, I, 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 get, I, I just get tickled at these people who get on Facebook and complain. There's a guy on there, I called 24 loads <laughs> and couldn't get one. Let me let me just tell you something. Last night at 11 o'clock. Oh, this is so good. It's Friday night now. Friday night at 11 o'clock, I get a phone call from one of our drivers. I'm, I'm literally, I'm pulling the sheets back to get in the bed. OK, literally have the sheets in one hand and the <laughs> phone rings. And it's one of our drivers. Well, I mean, I, I will never not take a phone call from my drivers, period. And he goes, Larry, he goes, my load tonight just canceled. I just got a phone call from the agent. The load is canceled. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I laid the sheets down. I went back into my office, got on the computer. And I said, I said well, hey, hang, hang tight. I mean, there's probably nothing we can do at 11 o'clock on Friday night. OK, I doubt there's anything we can do. But hang tight, okay? We'll, let me work on this. By 1130, I had him a load booked. 1130 on a Friday night now, okay? Had him a load booked. The load pays 396 a mile, okay? $3,500 over a weekend. Load's booked. We had the rate con this morning at 9 o'clock, okay? So the load, he could pick it up today or tomorrow. So this kind of gets me a little bit into what our topic is going to be today about, you know, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Are you, you know, who who gets on the phone at 11 o'clock at night and calls agents to book a load? I did Okay. I didn't have to call 24 of them to get a load. Okay. All right. Then once I found out where this load's going, I get on the low board and an agent that we have a great relationship with has a load coming out of there, going right back to where we need to be. Guess what? They took my phone call over the weekend because we have an excellent relationship with them. They're on our Christmas card list. Yeah. Okay. Book a load with them today. So now it's problem solved. Okay. But it was Friday night at 11 o'clock when this all happened. So. I don't want to jump right into that yet, but I want to use that as an example of people do what they want to do. All right. You make choices. Everything's a choice. You know, last episode, buying a truck is a choice. Okay, don't give me all this stuff about, well, but I I need this. I want that. And I've got to have. No, 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 no. It's it's a choice. This was a choice. I could have went to bed, said, look, you know, it's it's the weekend. You're going to have to suck it up and sit there at the truck stop to Monday morning. We'll deal with this Monday. Okay, I've been there. I know what that feels like. I mm-hmm. had a dispatcher try to do that to me one time in Kansas City, and I told him to kiss my ass. Okay, and I fixed my <laughs> own problem. And, you know, so I wasn't about to do this to my driver. Okay. Right. So I got my ass out of bed, and I went and fixed this problem for this driver last night at 1130 at night. Okay. We're fixed. We're good. Our week is set. I, mm-hmm. I had it done by 9 o'clock this morning. Okay. Now, let me let me digress just a little bit because I want to talk a little bit about uh, about about twenty twenty. Let me let me add True. one thing to that.
0: Yeah. So you know the holidays are a a challenge. I, as a as a truck operator, I hate the holidays. Yeah. I just it screws everything up. It's just it's just a nightmare,
1: right? Because get, it got, gets in the way of doing business.
0: You got you dedicated know? freight and they're off, and drivers want to keep working, and you got to find. So, it, dude, I swear to God, in a week and a half. I bet you we booked thirty loads, you know, yep. and and most of them canceled. I had one load. I booked it. It canceled. They called me back. Hey, it's on. Okay, good. No, it's off. No, hey, no, it's on. It's I on said, <laughs> if it, ain't on, it, it listen, if it goes off again, we're done. Okay. Well, they called yep. me back. Oh, well, sorry, it's gone. Yeah. But even I mean, these people in these groups, whine and complain every single day, and I'm like, guys. I wish y'all had a, a a webcam on me to watch me over the period of about two weeks. And, and even loads, we, I mean, the, this one guy, uh, one of our drivers, the, the same guy, I'd I, I book a load, it'd cancel. I'd book another one, it would cancel. I'd book another one, it'd cancel. We, we finally thought, okay, we've got him lined up. He went to pick up one of the loads, got there. Oh, huh? hey, canceled. Found him another load. I, I just don't experience what they say. Keyword, what they say, because I think a lot of what they say is bullshit. But I just I don't have the experience, and I'm I I was booking three trucks, including myself, Mm -hmm. you know. And And I just and
1: oh by the way, he booked himself a ten thousand dollar week. By that one, yes, I did, didn't I? Yeah, first week of the year, ten thousand dollars. You know rates, but rates are so bad right now, Chris. This business (laughs) is horrible. You can't make any (laughs) money driving a truck. I know it. It's, it's just awesome. But, but, you know, a
0: lot of that goes to perspective and not, you know, wanting to find, blame somebody else for your own shortcomings. And, you know, and I've, I've taught, there's a lot of talk in the media right now about enemies, you know, mm, uh, sure. this, that, this enemy and that enemy and growing up in church. I heard people talk about the enemy. Listen, y'all, I have an enemy and I can see him every time I look in the mirror. The yeah. only person or principality. That has ever caused me problem in my life is me. Okay, so I don't have to worry about enemies in the Middle East. I don't have to worry about enemies in the in the other realms. I got one sitting right here, and he is my biggest, the biggest pain in my ass is sitting right here in front of you. Okay, so anyway, nope, no
1: care. comment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I mean, you're right. I mean, and, and you know, on a on a, I guess, on a broader scale, there it, that that. That's the trouble with most people. You know, they first of all, they they don't want to accept that the problem is them. You know, oh, you know, these agents put these loads on the board that aren't any good. And, that, that, you know, I mean, there, there's everything, every reason, every excuse that you can come up with, except maybe I'm the problem, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a that, that's a that's a um. A challenge that we're always trying to, um, you know, to overcome when we're trying to teach people how to go into business. Because at the end of the day, when you shave the boss, th- there there is no – you, you can't deflect that to anybody else. It it You, you no. either are going to make it or you're not going to make it, okay? Yeah. At, the end, at the end of the day, it's not about, you know. I mean, yes, it, you're going to have challenges. Everybody had challenges. You know, I, one day, one time I talked about Colonel Sanders and you kind of corrected me a little bit. But I, I just happened to be at Colonel Sanders' restaurant earlier this week. And I took a picture. Was his finger looking good? It was all right. OK, I got the grilled <laughs> chicken. Song. Here is here's a, here's a sign in his restaurant. And it's got his mustache and his, you know, it's not him, but you, you can tell yeah. that that's, it's him, okay? His little string tie. At 65 years young, I created my secret recipe. But getting there wasn't all gravy locomotive fireman, tire salesman, gas station operator, insurance salesman, obstetrician, motel operator, farmhand, railroad worker. Political candidate, mule tender, aspiring lawyer, ferryboat ferryboat entrepreneur. So all all the things that he did in his life that quote did not succeed. Mm-hmm. And at 65 or sixty five or 65 years old, he finds Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now it's probably the most famous face in the world.
0: I can't the most get the image. In the world. I can't get the image out of my mind of him delivering a baby wearing that white suit, you know. I just
1: <laughs> So, you know, yeah, there's going to be things that are going to make it challenging. You know, that's why everybody doesn't do it. That's why everybody is not Bill Gates. OK. Now, d- does that mean you can't do it? No, it just means you have to decide I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. So last night, you think I'd have rather gone to bed, you know, than to get up and screw with that deal, you know. But that's just not, that wasn't an option for me, you know. I I could not see letting my driver sit in that truck. He'd already been there all day because this load didn't pick up till 1 o'clock in the morning last night. Mm-hmm. So he'd already been there all day getting ready for, you know, sleeping or whatever. Can you imagine if I said, okay, we well, just sit in that truck until Monday morning. We'll get you a load. He'll have been there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, three days. I'd have told me to kiss my ass, okay? (laughs) Yeah. You know? So, it just wasn't going to happen. You know, I wasn't going to do that, you know? I made a decision that I was going to fix this problem, and I was going to fix it right then and right there. Now, did I believe I'd find a load within 30 minutes? No. But what if I hadn't tried? What if I didn't try? Right. You know? So... Um, you know, we, we have gone over many, many times about our business model. You know, we, we, we want you to, if you, if you're going into business for the first time, as an owner operator, you know, buy an older truck, pay cash for it. Don't go into debt, control your expenses, you know, uh, improve your fuel mileage, lower your maintenance costs, control your repairs. All those are strategies that we've taught. Increase revenue, you know, um, Pick the right loads, um, the, the, you know, try to set a minimum for every day. You know, we, we've gone over all these strategies. Now, that, let's say that you've done that, okay, and you understand that. So now you're making more money, okay? One of the things I want to concentrate on the first part of this year, and this a lot of people might have this as a resolution, is that where is the money? I mean, is it in the bank? Or did you raise your standard of living or did you spend more money because you made more money? You know, because um, the, the, the rest of this equation is we're lowering our cost. We're raising our revenue. And the purpose of that is to accumulate cash. OK, cash is king, as everybody Dave Ramsey says. OK. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing all these things and you're not accumulating cash, you're still not. Doing what you need to do to put yourself in a in a in a in a a secure position, Um, you know, have money in case 2019 happens again next year, you Mm -hmm. know, and the rates aren't as good as they were in 2018. The unexpected expense, okay, whatever your retirement. You know, what do you you're 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 not you're you're a you're a self-employed, independent businessman. What are you doing about your retirement? Believe me, you will turn 65 one day. OK, that retirement is easier to deal with at, if you're 30 than it is if you're 45. OK, so it's easy to to not think about that or it's easy to go. Oh, I'll deal with that later. But you and I sat in a hotel room up in wherever it was. And we talked about these numbers, okay? We talked about your daughter saving what twenty five dollars a month, Mm -hmm. and at sixty five, the amount of money she had, or uh, as opposed to you or I saving it at our age for what? Well, especially me, but even you, you know, the difference between getting an early start and waiting till, you know, later to do it.
0: I real quick little story i i told uh i was telling my wife and my my best friend and his wife were here and we were talking about that very story and my 13 year old daughter's in the kitchen right <laughs> and i said i said yeah man if she saved twenty uh, five 25 a month it'd be this much money and i saw out of the corner of my eye she stopped dead in her tracks and she walked in here and i thought you know it's funny that i can tell her to go do the dishes and she can't hear me But when I start talking (laughs) about saving, you know, having $600,000 in the bank, all of a sudden she's all ears. That was just hilarious, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, we're doing all this to accumulate cash, you know. make, Make a decision to not be broke, okay? And the only way you can do that is you've got to accumulate cash. You've got to have money. And the way you make money or the way you have money is that you spend less than you make. That's the only way you can do it. There is no other way to do it unless you inherit it or steal it, and I can't help you with either one of those, but I can help you with this part of it. If you're making $100,000 a year, don't spend $100,000 a year, okay? Quit buying shit you don't need. Quit buying shit that is stupid. Quit buying shit that you're trying to impress people that you don't even like with, okay? That makes no sense, and you'll be broke. You know, the rest of your life. Being broke has nothing to do with how much money you make, honestly. Being broke is is how, what kind of decisions you've made in your life up to now. And now that you're making extra money, quit making those stupid decisions, okay? Yeah. That's the only way it's going to change. There are rich people. Well, I could say there are people with money that are broke, okay? Mm-hmm. Because they still make stupid decisions. Okay, having more money doesn't make you less broke. I know that sounds stupid, but it does not. Make it, quit making decisions is what makes you less broke. Quit making mm-hmm. stupid decisions is what makes you less broke. Can we afford to go buy fifty thousand ultra? Absolutely, I can buy fifty thousand ultra. It doesn't make any sense to do it. Okay, I've got the money to do it. I just don't have the stupidity to do it. You know. <laughs> okay i can afford that i don't i i I can't do it i can't i can't make my i can't do it in front of you and be that influence on you because i know that that's wrong i know that that's not the way that you're going to accumulate cash is by 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 buying shit you don't need and and the, the biggest thing the biggest turd that i see that you don't need is a truck that costs fifty thousand dollars, and we can go buy one for fifteen and make the same money. Okay, and we're in, we're talking about trucking here because that's what everybody on this podcast wants to be, is an owner-operator and a truck owner or a fleet owner or whatever. You're never going to be there, okay, if you can't spend less than you make. Never going to make, it, okay. So what I want you to do, I mean, one of the things I want to concentrate on this year, and and, and I've I've told everybody, I'm, I'm in the process of writing a book. I'm getting a lot of it done in January because I'm making myself do it. But a lot of what I'm talking about in that book is how to become rich in the trucking business in the next 10 or 15 years. But it starts today it's you know you, 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 the decision today to spend money on shit you don't need is a it, it's going into the truck stop okay and 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 paying $20 for a meal as opposed to going to Walmart and spending $8 and 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 cooking in the truck mm-hmm. that's a decision okay that's a decision you know you have to talk to any Olympic athlete, talk to anybody who succeeded in what they've done. Here's what they're going to tell you. You can accomplish anything you want. It all depends on what, how, how willing, what, what are you willing to give up to get there? Okay. That's the mm-hmm. question. That's not the, that's the question. You can choose whatever, you know, you can be a professional athlete, you can be a professional musician, you can be a truck owner. Okay. All those things can be done, but there is a price that you're going to pay, okay, and you have to decide whether that you're willing to make that price or to pay that price or not because if you're not, you're never going to accomplish this, okay? Yeah. You'll be a truck driver that will be in debt all of your life, okay, and and you'll be 67. You won't have any retirement, and you won't be able to go home for Christmas because you can't get out of the truck long enough to enjoy that, and if you were, you're miserable. Yeah. Okay? So,
0: well, and one thing there, you know, talking about buying stuff you don't need. uh, Part of my experience was that I spent money on stuff that I didn't need and I didn't have money to buy the stuff I didn't need. Mm -hmm. I would say, well, I'd love to have an OPS on my truck, but I can't afford it. Well, that's not true. My truck was generating more than enough money for me Mm -hmm. to buy an, uh, an OPS, for me to swap my tires over to super singles or put on the pittsburgh power additives or or, or even buy some tools you know just just some basic tools that i needed that little i legitimately needed but i didn't buy because i didn't have the money because i wasted it on stupid stuff you know right so
1: yeah that's that, that's that's such a Well, and and people will say, again, here come the excuses. Yeah, but I got to do this or I've got to do that or I'm out. You know, no, no, no. Everything you do is a decision. I, I can take I can take any you anybody out there. Send me your credit card statements and I will find you your stupidity. Okay, and it'll be really easy. Send me your bank. Send me your bank statement. Send me your credit card statements. And I'll show you why you're broke, okay? And I'll show you how you can quit being broke, okay? You might not like it, and it might be uncomfortable, but I'm gonna explain something to you. Success doesn't come from being comfortable, okay? It's not easy to do this, you know. It, it, it. You can't go to bed at 11 o'clock when the drivers are calling and their load canceled. I mean, that's a, that's a really simple, but, but it's a good example of what I'm talking about. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes to be successful, and most people are not. They say they will, but I can show you every day examples of what they're doing that are counter to what they just said, okay? It's not how you follow them around for one hour and you find a dozen examples of how they're not being honest with themselves, okay? How fast are you driving? What's a cigarette cost that you just lit up? Mm. I can go on and on and on. People are broke because they want to be. My buddy Larry Wingett, wrote a book on it. You're broke because you want to be. He's got another one that says people are stupid and I can prove it. Those are exactly the reasons. I mean, mean, he's very, very blunt about why you're not successful. And it's uncomfortable. It's like everything else we talk about with our business model. It's not complicated it's just not easy to do you know right because you have to make some hard decisions you know you have to do things you know in our situation with our model you have to do things that are counter to about everything else everybody else that you know is doing because then your best buddy just went and bought a new truck well but i gotta work for him why don't work for me well follow him around for a little while you know asking how much. i had a guy call me not too long ago. He, he had a thirteen hundred dollar a week truck payment, a week. Now, can he make it? Maybe I don't know. Maybe, but my God, why would why would you want to deliver freight in a thirteen hundred dollar a week vehicle that he could have taken ten weeks of pay and went and paid cash for it and had zero? truck payment zero truck payment yeah okay why would you do that explain that to me it, tell me why I I for the life of me I can' I can't I can't cut it in half 750 why would you pay 750 a week 39 thousand dollars in a year to drive a truck around the country that you could take that with and buy three of them and have two other people driving around the country and you making money with it. Why would you do that?
0: And paying them $1,300 a week.
1: There you go. Explain that to me. That's a decision. That's a stupid decision. When it comes right down to it, Chris, it's all about stupid decisions. And if you make stupid decisions about your health and your family in your everything, you're going to make stupid decisions about your business. Yeah. Okay. So the, the root, the root cause here, the, uh, or the 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 problem I'm talking about, is that people need to take a really hard look at the decisions they make every hour. That's why you're broke. It's mm-hmm. not because you didn't make a hundred thousand dollars last year. That's not why you're broke. You'd have been broke if you made a hundred thousand dollars last year. Yep. Because you make too many stupid decisions every hour. Okay. Now, I don't. So I'm not saying you have to do not, de, deny yourself everything, but you have to be willing to deny yourself for a period of time. You know, Dave Ramsey has a has a has a quote, something like, "Live like no one else, so that eventually you can live like no one else," or something to that effect. I'm, I'm you know, what I'm saying. I'm probably. There's a period yeah. of time when you have to sacrifice. and when you do that, okay, and you've got you know your business uh, you know uh, on the road, you you're out of debt, you know you you've got money in the bank, then then do those things. you know if if you want to do stupid shit, do it when you can afford to do it. Don't do it when you can't afford to do it because that's gonna that's gonna keep you from ever being in a position to be able to afford to do. Most yeah. kind of thing. Look, I want a Corvette. I'm 65 years, 66 years old. I want a Corvette, okay? I I can go I can go buy a Corvette right now if I wanted to, okay? But I cannot bring myself to stroke that check. Okay? It's just not it it I don't I can't make enough good reasons to have it to offset the writing of that check. OK,
0: yeah.
1: Now, I'm hoping that this guy that's wanting to buy my business out someday gives me one for Christmas. That's what I really want. OK. But, you know, it, I have I have the discipline to deny myself things that I could mm-hmm. afford. But I know that it's more important for me right now to have the financial security and have the reserve and have all the things I need to continue to grow my business, even though I'd rather have spent what what I what we spent a, we spent uh, all the money we spent on maintenance this year with just a handful of people, I made you come. I could have, I could have wrote I could have bought a Corvette for that. You but to me, it's more six Corvettes for that. <laughs> and to me, it's more important that we're able to do that than for me to drive around the Corvette right now. Yeah. So I mean, in, in a in a much different size I'm 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 I guess the example I'm trying to say is that I'm denying myself something I could go do but I'm not going to do it because it's not the right thing for me to do from a business standpoint you know it's just not the right thing so I'm not going to do it well if that same logic has to be applied to even little decisions because you know you're you're not going to go from having no money to being able to write a check for a Corvette. You're going to have to go from having no money to having a hundred dollars in the bank. And then next month having $500 in the bank. And then the month after that, having a thousand dollars in the bank. I mean, it is a, it's a, it's a slow growth kind of thing. But if you don't get started, you can't get to a thousand. If you don't start, if you never put the hundred in, you know, so the 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 human nature thing is that, Well, I can't. I'm not. I can't save that, so I'm not going to save any. Well, that's stupid. That's uh-huh. stupid. That's like saying I can't. I can't lose a hundred pounds, so I'm not going to lose five. Well, how do you think you got the hundred? You didn't just all come off at one day. You had to lose a pound today, and another pound tomorrow, and another pound next week. You know, it's the same thing here. It's a simple process that's not easy to do. Yeah. Well, I can,
0: I can tell you. That uh, I just looked, I made ninety eight thousand nine hundred twenty two dollars last year.
1: Congratulations.
0: And obviously, that's the most you know money I've ever made. And we got to the end of the year and just didn't have any money. I mean, we paid everything, and I we're deeply, deeply, deeply in debt uh, from all the stupidity. But you're uh, working your way out of it, right? We're working our way out, and so our we, have, know, a plan. Our, we have a plan. You have a plan. And it's working, you know, but I just got to the end of the year and I thought, man, you know, and I went and looked back. So I downloaded all the checking and I went back and yeah, yeah, here's the, here's a problem and here's a problem and here's a problem. And and we had to come up with a way to, to fix those problems, because even with the level of debt that we have, we should have more money left over than we did. We shouldn't have to scramble at Christmas. I shouldn't have had to. I shouldn't have had to work. You know, I, I should have been able to stay home for at least a week you know, for Christmas, and instead I was home two days, you know, that's a choice I made, choice we made, and, um, you know, so it, and and it takes, it takes a long time, because you have to, um, what's the thing about a ship and a rudder, something about turning a big ship, and, you know, anyway, it's hard to, it's hard to turn, especially when you're married, and you got kids, and, Mm-hmm. you know you you can't just turn on a dime you have to turn slowly and you know mm-hmm. so uh <clears throat> i'm really personally excited for 2020 i think it's gonna be personally for me i don't know about anybody else but i'm gonna have a great year you know i just i know i am and you started i started out pretty good yeah first week was pretty yeah. good first week was awesome <laughs> first week was rocking
1: well, you you know, first of all, I applaud your transparency. I applaud your you know the fact that you're open about what you're what you've gone through and the things you've done. I mean, and, and obviously that's the reason why we have a lot of people who listen to us. You know, is because they, they 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 sympathize, but they also identify with you in your plight. And I think you're an inspiration to a lot of people because they see that you know that you've you know you you have you have recognized your situation you've admitted uh, and you you've accepted the responsibility for it. You're you're not, you're not deflecting it to other people at all. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason we managed to, you know, to encounter one another and, and hook up and, and, you know, now you're in a situation where, you know, you've, you've got the, you've got the environment and the nurturing and the ability, the availability of, uh, of of in of potential that you know you can fix your problem in a relatively short period of time, you know, and uh, and and not only that, not only are you helping yourself, but you're bringing all these people with you because they're living vicariously. Is that the right word through your situation? Yeah. close to um, So anyway. I think I think you're you're really, really an inspiration to probably a lot of people because there's a lot of people that are in the same situation that you're in. They they don't they don't know, you know, they, they really don't know how they got there. they They have no idea how they're going to get out. They want to get out. They don't understand. You know, we're talking. I talk trucking. You know, I talk the business of trucking. You talk as being in the business and and failing multiple times and, 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 the personal journey that that's been and the, and, and the, and, the, and the, the damage that that's caused to you financially and even, and even, you know, personally Emotional. in some ways. Yeah. You know, the fact that we can give people this hope, you know, I mean, look, you, you not only can you, not only can you fix your situation, if, if you will accept what you've done I don't want to turn this into a religious ceremony, but if you'll you'll accept the fact that you have have made mistakes or are are making a mistake currently or aren't at your potential, you know, we can tell you how to fix that. We can, you know, we can show you how to take this business. And we've said this before. This is a very unique situation because it's easy to get in this business. It's easy to to excel at this business, because honestly, there's a lot of capacity, but there's very little competition, you know? Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, there's there's lots of, there's
1: lots of trucks. That's profound. But there's very little competition, you know? If you want to get in this business and really make a difference and really make money, you can do it. And you can do it with little money, you know? Mm -hmm. Just don't do it like everybody else does it, because they're doing it wrong, you know? They're doing. It. That's why 900 businesses went out of business this year. Trucking companies went out of business, and there'll be a lot more in 2020. It's not over with yet. Tip of the iceberg, you know. So I applaud again. I applaud you for your willingness to share your your personal situation. I mean, it, very few people would do that. It's what attracted me to to you to begin with because I recognize how difficult that was, and how real it was, and and uh, You know, that's what endeared me to you to begin with. And then we realized that we were more alike than we were different. We just had different situations. We're different age and different experience and that sort of thing. But it's been a great partnership. I look forward to it continuing to be a great partnership. We would just like for us to be able to help as many of you guys out there as we can. Now, we can only have, you know, I mean, we're we're going to try to double the size of our fleet this year. We'll be probably adding about five or six more trucks. But we're honestly, I know I said this, but I'm working on it. As we as I'm writing this book, I'm also working on the curriculum. Uh, we're going to have a program where you're going to be able to to hook your wagon to our, you know, to our leads here, and we're going to be able to help you even in your current situation at your current employer, you know, by teaching you some of these things and helping you work your way into a better situation, even if it's not driving for blue ribbon, you know, there's, yeah, you know, you, you can do this without working for us. We, 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 we think that we, you know, are, are doing it, but the problem is we're limited to how many people we can have workforce at one time. So, yeah. uh, there's a whole lot more of you than we have trucks and we're just trying to find a way to make this, uh, make you guys be able to do this. Believe me, we're working on it. So,
0: and I would, I would love, my hope is that, you know, there will be some, people that have small fleets that encounter our message and, and our method that can start to transform their own fleet. You know, maybe they're just, they're just a carrier with their own authority and they've got five or six or seven trucks and they could start creating opportunities for people to drive for them. You know, right. that, that would be, that will be awesome as we bring more people on board and we spread the message and you know, you don't have to look for the needle in the haystack of, of finding Blue Ribbon to work for. You can just find somebody like right. Blue Ribbon that'll pay you on percentage right. and right. and uh, exactly. give you what you need. Exactly.
1: So. We may have found one of those. You know, that parking um, situation that I just worked out for one of our drivers. Oh yeah. He's a 20, He's a, t- a fleet of twenty five trucks. He was highly interested in what we were doing and wanted okay. to know wanted to know about the podcast and wanted to know all. So we may we may have our first fleet. Consulting customer, actually. So that'd be all right. We'll see how that works. So, but yeah, you're right. I mean, we can, we you know, we can, we can help. You know, if you're not in control, there's there's not a lot you can do. But we can, we can, we can teach you. You know, the we can give you the knowledge. You know, we can. You're gonna have to try to find um, the place that you can that you can call home, where where you can work in an environment where you can use these skills. And I know that's limited. Uh, if you're an owner-operator, it's not. If you're an owner-operator, listening to this. Hey, we can we can help you immediately. If you're a company driver, you know you got to find the right company. You know, and I understand that's hard. But maybe the more people that get this message, the the easier that'll get. Maybe maybe we can start getting some people contacting us, saying, Hey, we'd like to do your program. We'd like to have our people do that. Maybe that's something we can work on. We're we're working on some things maybe with within the Landstar groups I and mean, with some other different people that that might uh, work out. But I don't know about outside Landstar how we're going to do that yet. But
0: we yeah, got plenty so, to do. We
1: got plenty to work so tell,
0: on. Tell your employers about the podcast. Let them know.
1: You know. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Tell them to call us or, or send us an email. We will. We we I do consulting, so we will be happy to try to help them with to make it make it a better place for you to work so
0: yeah all right was that uh is that about everything you wanted to cover on your
1: 2020 i think so
0: resolution all right well we'll go ahead and shut this one down on that um okay if you have have any questions chris at blueribbonlogistics.com larry at blueribbonlogistics.com you find us on facebook at blue ribbon logistics if you happen to be still following the an american truck driver page uh, come on over to Blue Ribbon Logistics and give us a like. I'm gonna be shutting that American Truck Driver page down before long. I tried to uh, I tried to merge the pages. I tried to do some things, and the fascists at Facebook uh, are not gonna let that happen. So I'm just gonna have I'm just gonna to have to roll that up. Yeah. So it's been a great episode. Good information. Everybody, be safe. We'll talk to you next time. See you.